hosted by Bobby Enright. Welcome, guys, to, to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host, Bobby Enright. Um, hope everybody's well and is is having a very, very good start to February. Um, we're now into, I'm recording here on the 6th of February, so well into the month at the moment, and hope everybody is having a good start to 2022 and a good start to February, one of the shortest months of the year. Um, and it's one that we need to maximize progress and make sure we're focused because, again, it's a shorter month and we want to get as much out of it as we can. So that kind of brought me to... Um, to do this podcast on how often should you train and what I mean by that is I get this a lot from clients and from people just literally asking and and trying to think how much should I train to get the results that I require so to answer that question we look a little bit deeper first thing we look at the goal what is the main objective of the training Um, is it a performance goal within strength uh, muscular endurance cardiovascular uh, what's the goal and 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 once we know what the, the the main priority number one of the the sessions are then we can uh kind of decide uh where to go from there so if we, we'll just make it general at the moment to kind of cover the basis of this podcast and say it's somebody that just wants to lose some weight tone up um and literally just get a little bit fitter and feel better so if we use that as a generic client, and we can talk a little bit uh, towards the end of the podcast on more performance-based athletes, um, we look at how often should that person train. So the very first thing is we need to look at is we need to talk about, okay, first, we're, we're, one of the goals here is, is to, to, to lose weight. So we're obviously going to look at the nutrition side, and we're going to cr- look at, at current diet, cor- current calorie intake, uh, current expenditure, and we're going to create a little bit of uh, a program or around that look at where they currently are create a little bit of a deficit and then build the training plan alongside creating that deficit uh, in terms of nutrition so the first thing i would say to the person is we're going to start to look at okay we want to have a certain element um, of strength training within the program so for most people if they can do some strength training and i would say the kind of perfect blend for from 95 percent of the population will be between three to four times a week of some form of resistance training um and what i would say there is you may start with just maybe three sessions per week spread out monday wednesday friday you're doing some form of strength work mainly based on full body movements that are going to move more joints like a deadlift like um like a squat variation um, that's going to use a lot of muscles in the lower body, lunges, step-ups. Um, we're going to do rows, all that kind of stuff. So we're going to incorporate movements that are very global and are going to hit um, a lot of muscle groups through uh, it's it, it, through the execution of that certain lift. Um, so we would definitely like to see the perfect scenario being three times a week, hitting full body exercises, and then possibly adding over time to progress maybe a, a fourth day where we can start to split things a little bit. It doesn't have to always be um, full body, so preferably be maybe a it could be a push pull legs focused. So all your pressing pushing muscles, all your pulling muscles in one session and then all your uh, lower body in another session and then possibly a fourth session that week could be a full body you could be doing an upper split lower split upper split lower split that's another way of doing it so many ways to skin a cat here again we'd start off with basics and this is what i would advise you to do start off with full 
compound style workouts hitting Monday, Wednesday, Friday, giving you adequate recovery um, and hitting full body workouts. That's basically so if you're not sure what full body is, it's hitting both the lower and upper body at the same time. So you're bringing every a lot of muscle groups in on the sessions. The beauty about doing three full body sessions per week is you can target different muscles in each session. So you could target your quads in one session, your hams in the other session, your glutes in the next session. You could target your chest in one session, your delts in the next session, uh, and then you could do a combination of both in the third session. Back muscles the same. So you can start to think about it that way. So that's the perfect scenario when we look at the strength training element of the training we want to, to do. And that would be, from, from, in my opinion, the, the perfect starting point for, for 95% of people. Then we look at the conditioning part of it, the cardio part of it, where people tend to go to an awful lot when they want to lose weight. They want they all they think about is, OK, do cardio. They, they kind of don't think as much about the resistance training. And remember, lean tissue, building muscle, getting more tone, getting stronger in the gym. Muscle is more metabolic than fat, meaning the body will utilize calories a lot more efficiently than it will if you carry a lot of fat tissue. So if you carry a lot of muscle tissue, think of yourself as like a fuel, a fuel burning machine, a really expensive fuel burning machine. Say like you're driving X car and suddenly you drive a Ferrari and it burns away more fuel. There's a reason, more horsepower, think more muscle. So it's not about being huge, bulky or anything. It's just about increasing your lean tissue so your body is more metabolic and more effective at using the calories that come in so when cardio comes in we would i would like to kind of say to some people because a lot of people time is the problem and time can be the derailing aspect or the demotivation aspect for an awful lot of people when it comes to training so what i, I would suggest there is maybe we add in at, at the start we start off with our three strength sessions a week we start hitting them you're able to focus on them you're hitting them um and then what we would do alongside that strength session straight away is we'd have a step count that we would add in each day outside of the training window so when you step into the gym to train that step count isn't counted it's everything outside of the training window is counted as steps so we might start off with an eight to ten thousand step count we do that seven days in the week and we train resistance train three times a week that could be a starting point for most people that will work very very well and give them very very good results also alongside and a good um foundational nutritional plan um nutritional focus creating and and, and a created calorie deficit as well um, it doesn't have to be crazy uh deep in terms of a deficit but just needs to create that little bit of a, a, a def deficit think of a calorie deficit quick explanation remember calories in versus calories out it's called energy balance if we eat more than we expend we put on weight if we eat um if we matched what we're putting we're, we're expending and we bring in the same amount we stay the same weight if we eat a little bit less and expend a little bit more we start to lose weight so that's where a calorie deficit comes from so once we have the step count in place from the very very start and we then put in place three full body workouts per week then we look to vary it a little bit in terms of we look for progression and the progression there would be to create a little bit more um of a uh, a, 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 a stimulus in terms of a little bit more output and if a person cannot train more than three times a week and doesn't have time to do separate maybe one cardio session added in what we can do easily to increase the calorie deficit is to add in some maybe short interval training sessions post weights so straight away when you finish your your weight training ses session you could just go into a short 
a kind of metabolic style, you know, um, maybe a kind of twenty to thirty second all out effort with a with with a, with a, with, a, with a, a matched rest period. So you could go twenty seconds on, twenty seconds off, twenty seconds on, forty seconds off, kind of an interval. A very good one for most people would be kind of twenty seconds on of an effort, forty seconds off, a two to one ratio, and then they could repeat that for about ten to fifteen minutes post. Um, weight training session or even up to 20 minutes and that would be something that can be very very effective it should be easy enough to recover from and again you'd be looking at these variables and trying to manage these and and looking at your data and seeing are you progressing in your strength training or are you not recovering really well um so you you need to change the modality a little bit if you and i would say most people should be able to recover quite well after that because if we challenge ourselves we go monday wednesday and friday and see on the friday session we add in that 20 minute hit session at the end that hit style session it's not all out hit but that kind of higher intensity session um you've got saturday and sunday to fully recover from that and should be okay to be back in action on monday remember you don't have hit until the following friday so that's the way i would kind of program it into somebody's program at the start then we would look over time to progress that further maybe adding in a second hit training session where we might potentially put that either in the monday or the wednesday session and that would be a great way to kind of start your progression model through your program and make sure that you're kind of adding to it all the time and again all you're doing here is you're managing the variables of okay i'm hitting my step count i'm hitting my three workouts a week and i'm also hitting that one 20 minute hit session i feel now i'm in a good place i'm fitter i'm stronger i've lost a little bit of weight i'm I'm, i i i feel way uh, better in myself and my mindset and my motivation i'm going to add another session in post wednesday's training and then you've got two in the week so now you're training up to three times a week with extras tagged on on a wednesday and a friday now that for most people will absolutely give them great results and there there isn't a need of doing any anything else really uh, within your programming to get results but what we need to look to look at is the, the with clients with hit sessions and the one thing is they're very um time efficient so you can do them quickly it's only 20 minutes after your weights say you're in the gym doing your full body workout for 45 minutes you hit you take you take a little bit of a break for five you jump on and do your 20 minutes you're literally only in the gym about an hour and 15 minutes in total in your whole workout twice a week and then you're only potentially in the gym on the other workout um only about an hour 60 minutes so it's a it, it can be very time efficient adding in them hit sessions now if recovery is an issue and you feel the hit sessions are just a little bit too much and they're starting to impede too much on your progressive your progression within the weight training sessions maybe you could separate your training if time is is something you have available to you so monday wednesday friday you do your weight training sessions and maybe tuesday and thursday you do some low level cardiovascular work that's something that can work really really well and um, we, we have to look at the benefits of hit training uh, the one thing about hit training and the kind of higher intensity uh, it increases your work capacity this means you'll increase your ability to tolerate higher levels of intensity for a longer period of time um, in all your training essentially your fitness levels will improve um you're you, you'll raise your metabolic rate um hit has, has been um shown to efficiently increase epoch so exercise post oxygen consumption which means you're burning more calories after the session too also your ability to do more work is higher um as uh, and you'll be able to create more work and and stimulate more so the thing about it is you will raise metabolic rate by driving the intensity of that session at the uh, uh, heat 
at the end of your weight training session. And that epoch effect, that, that post-oxygen energy consumption, your body burns up to maybe one, 200 calories post. Um, it's very time efficient as well, HIIT. So that's something that you, you could say, look, I have to leave it in there or I might change my modality a little bit. And, and it also helps to, to, for you to uh, increase your lactate threshold, which allows you to buffer lactate at a higher intensities of training and for longer durations. Remember that burning sensation in your muscles, your body starts to adapt to that and gets more efficient at buffering it and and, and think of just cleaning it and moving it away um, from, from the working muscle. So that's one thing. Um, now with l- low intensity training, so like your low level cardio, it is very, very easy to recover from. That's the biggest bonus here. So that's why I'm saying when you write your plan, like I've just said, and you add in your 20 minutes at the end or your 15 minutes at the end of one of your sessions and then progress it to two, if recovery is an issue, then you can try in some list sessions, some low intensity steady state. And then the beauty about that is it's going to take you a little bit longer, but it's very easy to recover from. And there's no real limits here because list is, is very easy to recover from. It's, 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 tough to overtrain from it um, the only point you need to consider is if you add too much of it too soon your legs may feel fatigued when it comes to training them again the key is to build up um, you might opt for maybe doing your low level steady state as a fast paced walk you could jump on a bike um, whatever whatever um, it, 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 it is available to you it's very good stress reliever as well because for a lot of busy people um, stress is a big driver in their life um, so taking time out of the day just to go for maybe a cycle or a walk outside could be hugely beneficial to you. So if you're that person that has high amount of stress, it could be a time where you might just say, no, I'm not going to do the hit stuff because it's at higher intensity. I just want to go to the gym, do my weight training a couple of times a week. And then I just want to kind of bring all my stress down and get out into the open because I'm in an office all day and I'm in the gym. So I want to get out. So maybe for, for you, it could be a great way of bringing down cortisol and clearing your head and just making you feel better about yourself um the the key thing as well guys is when we talk about list training it's 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 low level cardio so if we look at the hit and the benefits of hit we had we, we talked about increasing your work capacity so your 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 work rate is is is, is, is a little bit higher uh, you're you're raising the metabolic rate because of that 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 epoch effect that energy post oxygen consumption debt that you're creating it's more time efficient so it's really fast and it increases your lactate thresholds your body's ability to deal with lactate now when we look at listing we look at the benefits it's very easy to recover from um it's it's tough to overtrain from you're not really going to do major damage to yourself there um it's it's great to get you kind of outdoors as well because there's a good few opportunities there to go for maybe a low level jog or a walk or something like a cycle and it's a great stress reliever so again you just have to weigh up the benefits there of each of these types of modalities when it comes to adding in cardio as part of your um, goal, your overall priority number one goal, which we were using a generic client here, wants to uh, get toned, lose weight, feel better, be fitter, and be healthier. So this is going to be kind of the client it's aimed at here. Um, a lot of people will talk to me uh, about running as part of cardio, and if you love to run, but you and you want to get in the shape of your life, you're probably best limiting your running um, to. Not, not nothing more than two times a week. And the why I say that is because the problems associated with most moderate intensity cardios often rise when somebody is running up to three to four times a week. Um, what tends to happen, it, it, it interferes with recovery um, from your weight training and ultimately strength progression will be impacted 
and your body composition gains will be impacted. So you think about it now, our goal is to increase lean tissue. So the, the, the way we're going to do that is we're going to go to the gym and we're going to progressively overload our muscles to build them and make them stronger. So if we're running all the time, we're going to impede that pathway a little bit because we're going to be a little bit fatigued going in because running is demanding. It's a lot more demanding than sitting on a bike and just pedaling away at a low level. It is more demanding and it, it is very lower body dominant. And, it, you know, it's a lot of people, their gait and their running cycle isn't the most efficient. So they're they're struggling a little bit to kind of, keep with the pace of it and again they do too much of it because they think it's the only way to lose weight because they're sweating so you think about it this way no i'm not saying running is bad it's something i add into my own training and i absolutely love it as a modality of getting out in the fresh air it's a real stress reliever for me because i'm indoors an awful lot of the time in my job so it's a brilliant way to get out in nature get out in the woods get out in the, in the mountains um and i absolutely love it but i always say to people keep the goal the goal and if the goal is body composition and to be in the best shape you possibly can you need to mix around your training and like i said three times a week at least full body sessions add in a hit session here or there tagged on to your weight training sessions or it, you do your separate list sessions but if you really want to run i would say to you just do it about twice a week and then leave that as your cardiovascular work and then the rest of the week you do your weight training and you and you stick within your your calorie deficit um, if your goal is to build maximum amount of muscle tissue, you probably want to limit your cardio down a little bit because remember, our, you keep the goal to goal. The goal is to put on as much muscle as possible. So we're going to spend more of our time in the weights room progressively overloading um, uh, the, muscle, the, the muscular system. So if you are attempting to build muscle, you must train for that exclusively. Okay, so cardio will hinder your recover and, uh, recovery and eat into your um, precise calories you will want to conserve for building muscle tissue um and 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 as i say like this is something you need to think about if you are continuously doing loads and loads of cardio you're utilizing and using up a lot of extra calories that are coming in that are going to support the gym sessions and the recovery sessions on the muscular system so you're starting to fight against these two equations um and, and like a, a famous saying goes never run when you can walk never walk when you can stand never stand when you can sit never sit when you can lay down never lay down when you can sleep so if you're trying to build muscle, it's a good quote to live by. And that's really, really important. And, and, and I, I, I that, that, that was a famous quote one time. Um, I'm not exactly sure who actually said it. I should have researched that, to be honest. But um, I find it a very, very um, good kind of quotation and the kind of thing to think about when it comes to uh, keeping the goal the goal. So remember now, if you're, if you're a lot of people, the biggest thing I get is, okay, I can only go to the gym two times a week. Time is the problem. And the common question with people that come to me will always say, I want to get in shape, but I just don't have the time. Um, and they may be a necessary, it might be necessary for a few weeks to get where you want to be. Like, as in, I might say to somebody, look, I need you to be in the gym three times for the first couple of weeks, at least. Um, but for the person that just doesn't have the time, there's kids, there's jobs, there's husbands, there's wives, there's all this stuff going on. I would say to that person, we'll focus on step count um, instead of uh, instead of initially going out doing doing cardio. We'll incorporate exercise into our daily routine. We'll take the stairs, we'll take the lifts, we'll walk further. We'll just increase step count during our daily duties as much as we possibly can. We'll add finishers to the strength training sessions. Like I said, we'll add hits, hit sessions, 15, 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever the person 
Jason can 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 do. We might add a, a quick couple of kind of training session they could do at home when they know to get 20 minutes from the kids and they can just jump in and do it. And we will go a little bit deeper into the diet. Um, if you can't increase any energy expenditure from the likes of your cardiovascular work and all that, your best move will be to increase the calorie deficit through diet as you can still... Um, as you can basically what i'm trying to say here is if we cannot do extra cardio if we cannot do an extra weight training session in the gym if we cannot stay on to do that hit session we're going to look at creating a, a little bit deeper deficit but still taking into account the data for about recovery we want to make sure we're recovering because you can only train as hard as you can recover and you can only change the body as hard as you can recover as well so it's really really important guys so what we need to say is here now so we look at our plan we're gonna we're gonna find the diet first that you can comply to you don't have to be 100 percent, but you find the diet you compl- um, comply to the second thing we're going to have a solid strength training program up to three times a week and possibly four as we move forward and after maybe setting that standard at the start so we get the diet in place that you're compliant with, we get the weight training sessions that, that are really solid strength training programming, we're going to hit that, and then we start to add in some cardio. We'll make sure when it comes to adding in cardio, from the very start, we'll have a step count in. And then secondary, we'll add one to two hit sessions a week post-weight training. We'll make that a short between 5 and 20 minutes at 5 and 15 to 20 minutes depending on the time that's available to the client or yourself and then we might add in some 1 to 2 to 3 low intensity cardio sessions say going for a spin on your bike going for a, a nice fast power walk we might go for a swim we might go for a light low level jog 2 to 3 times a week depending on what's available to you and depending on the person themselves. If you're a person with a high stress job and you're always in that higher stress state, most of the time, I would probably suggest some list cardio at the start. Um, and then we would move forward to look at our, from the very start, obviously, if I'm talking to somebody and they're a highly stressed person, and I know straight away from their background, from what they're telling me, I would be looking at blood pressure, resting heart rate, HRV scores, and I would be looking, okay, let's look at these red lights and these red markers that I know I can improve. I add in some strength training for this person, but I add in some low level cardio work, low level, easy to recover from, low cortisol drive training and i know then that the person can work from that set point uh, and then from there they get fitter their blood their marker health markers get better and we can add in some higher intensity sessions the person comes into me absolutely bouncing no problem i can do anything i feel great i'm happy i just want to look better and feel better yeah we'll get the strength training sessions going we'll tag on uh, a step count straight away we'll create a compliant diet that you 100 can comply to and then we'll tag in one or two hit sessions post strength training sessions or we might put them on separate days, depending on the client and their time available to them. So guys, that's what I would say to you in terms of training, how often you should do to get maximum results and kind of a general blueprint. Last week, we did a blueprint on how to go out and efficiently have a night out with a few drinks and some food and not derail yourself. Today, we know we have a blueprint on if I'm setting up a training program, this is how much training I should do. So hopefully that was helpful, guys. Hopefully you can take something from it and you can apply it to your own goals. And remember, keep the goal the goal, know your why and remember, understand a couple of variables when you're setting goals. Don't be afraid to fail. If you're not afraid, if you're afraid of failure, if you fear it, you'll never push yourself to the limits. So that's what we want. When we're trying to achieve something, 
it's going to scare us a little bit. We need to know what it's what will happen if we don't get there in our minds. So straight away, our brains are 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 driven towards okay, we are going to get there. This is the process to get there, and and, and now you have a little bit of a blueprint of how to set up your training plan. So hopefully that was uh, helpful, guys. Hopefully everybody's having a fantastic. Uh, week so far and I hope you are enjoying the podcast please like and share the podcast I would really really appreciate that people are very very uh, complimentary uh, to me on social media about the podcast I would love if you would just share it in your stories and your social media just tag um, myself put the, 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 the podcast up on your stories um, it would really help to grow the, the grow the podcast now and get the voice out even further and again I appreciate everybody that listens to this and all the nice comments I get again guys thanks a million for listening to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host Bobby Enright <laughs>